Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the game finishes West Ham United 3 Nottingham Forest 2 Welcome to the player ratings Alright guys so Where do we start really I don't know what are the emotions For me Disappointment, to be honest. Dis disappointment. It's what's what was the difference in that game? I'd I'd have to say the difference in that game was Ward Prowse's his crossing ability versus Morgan Gibbs White. It's night and day. It, it's night and day. Ward Prowse puts it on an absolute sixpence, and, and Morgan Gibbs White can't do it. And I'm sorry, we've been bleating on about it for eighteen months about how poor those deliveries are. And then the only reason I'm highlighting it as the starting point is that you see down the other end what it's like when you've got a good set piece taker who can cross the ball and who can find one of his players who doesn't just aim at the keeper or hit the first man or overshoot it at the back. And for me, the big difference was the set pieces in that game. And also the mentality. There's two, two sides to the mentality for me. We went 1-0 down early on and worked our way back into the game. That was good to see. It was a bit of a dry first half, I'm not going to lie. But we scored at the right time, right before half time. West Ham couldn't get themselves back settled. And we go in 1-0, which was not bad. To be honest, that first half was, was a bit of a bore fest, really, if I'm being honest with you. The second half was completely different. There was so much going on in that second half, it was almost hard to keep up with. And then we score a beautiful team goal from front, from back to front and well finished by Alanga. And this is where the mentality changes. This is where you need that calmness, that five minutes of calmness where if West Ham don't get an equaliser within 40, I think it was 43 seconds between the goals, then you're going to see a bit more panic from them. And we didn't allow them to get to that panicky stage. And that, for me, is not acceptable. And it was a corner goal, man. You shouldn't be conceding two corners in a game. You really shouldn't. And that, for me, is the frustration. There was good performances in there. There was a couple of bad ones. We'll come on to that in a second. Um, Dominguez at fault for the first goal, 100%. Playing a poor pass across the line. It ricochets off the back of Sangare. And to be fair... I don't think Vlacodimus could have done anything about the finish um, from Paqueta. And then Taiwo's goal, Sangare 
working really hard, recovers the ball, plays a beautiful ball through the lines into Morgan Gibbs-White, who has a very poor shot, I have to say. And um, you got to say Ariola's at fault. He spills it, Navas-style, into the path of Taiwo, who's not going to get a better gift all season. And then that second goal, as I previously mentioned, well worked from the back between Murillo and... Um, and what's his face? Neo Carte into the midfield. Again, Sangare plays a lovely ball out wide to Einar, who miscontrolled it to start with, recovers it, a couple of nice step overs, and then plays a beautifully weighted ball into that danger area. And Alanga doesn't have to think. He can just step onto the ball and finish it nicely. And then that's really where it finishes, man. 43 seconds later, poor defending on the corner. Poor again. And they're back in it. And then you just felt it was coming. You just felt it was coming. And it came. And it came. 88 minutes. It, it almost had that inevitability feel about it. And that's what frustrated me the most. West Ham are not a good team. You could argue that Forest aren't much better. But it was two teams that were quite well matched in terms of the ability on the pitch, in terms of the style of play, in terms of the managers as well. And it, you, it is frustrating. It's frustrating. Let's get into the player ratings. Um, there's quite a lot of you in here, so don't forget to hit that like button first. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And let's kick this one off. We're only, what, 15 subscribers away from 15K. If you could get us there before the end of this stream, it would be absolutely fantastic. I will do my best to get us all away in time for the Chelsea Man City game. I think Gore will be tomorrow, not tonight. But there will be, it's going to be a busy lineup tomorrow. We'll have Beat the Drop at 7 p.m. And then maybe Gore at 8 30. I'll need to check with the boys. I'll see what we can get um, in there. So get your player ratings in. Blackademus, for me, didn't really see any mistakes from him. He's definitely a puncher, not a catcher. And that did make my asshole pucker up a couple of times. But he did concede three goals. Three of them, three of them are not really at his fault. Um, I'm just going to mark him as an average six just because of the amount of goals that were conceded. I don't think you can really mark him much higher. Um, I know they weren't his fault. I know they weren't his fault, but a six for me. As Dino says, he's got a great throw. We did start a couple of counterattacks from him with that throw. But three goals conceded, not his fault, I know, but six for me. You guys have gone 6.75. Keep those votes coming in. Let's get that up on the board as well. Um, I've given him a six out of ten. You guys have given him a 6.8 out of ten. Keep those votes coming in. They all count. It's, it's a live thing. So as soon as you vote, it will come up. And then let's move on. Let me get the actual screen up here. And then we move on to Einar, who yet again for me had a really good game, really solid. I, I think out of the substitutions, that was the one I didn't understand. I don't know why Einar came off unless he picked up a knock. I didn't see him looking like he had a knock. Um, his assist was brilliant for um, Alanga. Uh, I think he's probably one of the better players that was on the pitch. What do I give him? We still lost. I think I'll give him a 7 out of 10. Um, but again, yet again, impressed with Einar. I thought he was pretty good all game. Um, what did you guys go? You guys went 6.7 for Einar. 
Mm, okay, fair enough. Let me get mine up. What did I say again? Seven, wasn't it? Seven for Aina. And you guys have gone 6.7 for Aina. I'm just so disappointed, man. I just... I just wanted us to build some momentum. I wanted us to go like back-to-back -back games, winning, go into the international break, held held high, uh, feeling like you know we we are on the cusp of building something. I just feel this has knocked us back a little. It's knocked us back a little. Uh, Nia Karte, even though we conceded three, I thought he was good. I thought he was good. Um, again, leading like a captain. I do feel when Murillo came off and he switched over to the left, there was a couple of dodgy moments. Nothing too much. <sighs> you can't, I can't really score anyone higher than like a seven, to be honest, because we conceded three. I Walter, enjoy that one. Enjoy that one. Yeah, another international break, Chucker. Another international break. So I'm probably going to give uh, Neokate a seven for me. You can't, we can't score them too high. At the end of the day, the mentality of the players for me overall wasn't good enough. You guys have gone to 7.1 for him. Uh, we're about the same on that, so let's just get these scores up quickly. And you guys went 7.1 for the latecomers. The scores are on the board there. But I don't know, a few of you in the chat are blaming Cooper. I don't know if I can put much blame on Cooper on this result. It just felt like a mentality issue for me on this game. It really did. It's like you come back well and then, oh God, Jace has already started with the WhatsApp messages, man. Oh, poor Ant. I wonder if Ant's going to be feeling sick for tomorrow. I don't know. Um, okay, let's go on and talk about Murillo, who was, I think, solid, to say the least. Didn't really put a foot wrong. Played really well. Shouldn't be on a losing team. Shouldn't be on a losing team. It's like, how can I explain this? The defense in gameplay was good. The defense from dead ball situations was appalling. And honestly, once, once he went off, once he went off, you could see there was a lack of balance in that bag. And I, I don't know why, because Bolly's solid, Niakate solid. Maybe they haven't trained together or what have you, but it is what it is. Matt's saying, well played. We are, we're both poo. We just have, yeah, James Ward-Prowse is the difference. Yeah, you can't, you can't really argue too much with that. I'm going to give him a seven, I think. Seven out of ten for me. You guys have gone 7.2. Keep those votes coming in. I know it's depressing, guys, but... We gotta do it. We're contractually obliged to get this done after a watch along, and we have to do it. Um, and you guys, what did you guys go? Seven point two. Okay. And then Tuffalo. I don't think Tuffalo was as good this game as he was against the Villa game. He wasn't really overlapping enough for me down that left-hand channel. I would like to see a bit more of what he was doing um in the Villa game. Let me just bring him up quickly. Um, I don't think he was is as influential is probably the word I'm looking for on this one. So probably, probably a six, a six for me for Tuffalo. 
Uh, what are you guys saying? People need to cut MGW some slack. He does a lot of good things just because a couple of flicks which didn't make us concede go wrong. It doesn't mean he was bad. Matt's saying we both need a new manager if we want to progress. Moyes out at 2-1 and Moyes out still at 3-2. Um, his set pieces are consistently shy. We'll get on to Morgan Gibbs-White. I can see you all wanting to talk about him. I'm going to give Tuffalo a 6 out of 10 for me. Um, I don't think he was as good as he was in the Villa match. You guys have gone a 6.6 .6 for Tuffalo. So not a million miles off. Um, just... I hate losing, man. I just hate losing. Especially when you feel you were in that game. Like, especially against a crap team like West Ham, man. Like, this away form is starting to really bug me. It's really starting to bug me. The game will be both teams will be comfortably safe this year, says Decania. Yeah, but where are we going to end up, bro? That's that's the real question um, for me. Okay. Tough lower six. You guys went 6.6. .6. Let's let's keep this moving. Sangare. I'd say best game for him. I'd say best game for him. Um the the way he got the ball for the to get the assist of the assist for the first goal was brilliant. His ball into um Einar for the second goal was really good. I I just think. He still worries me when he does these silly little tackles and he got lucky not to get a yellow card, in my opinion, in this game. Uh, where, where do I rate him? He, he's a seven for me. I thought, I thought because of his tenacity, because of the way he uh, won those balls back, because of his involvements in the goal, he's a seven. I still don't think he's anywhere near where he should be yet, but I'll, I'll give him a seven. Um, for that game, you guys are going to 6.6 .6 for him. So let's get those scores on the board. Yeah, um, seven for me. And you guys win a 6.6. .6. A little lower than I was expecting, to be honest. Uh, how are we doing on the like count, guys? There's 300 of you in here and 42 likes. Guys, come on, hit that like button. I know none of us want to be here. I know none of us want to be here, but we are here. Let's get through this together. Hit that like button if you haven't already. We're only 15 subscribers away from 15k. So hit that subscribe button if you're new to Forest Fan TV. Just like, just like Ronald has done. Thank you so much for subscribing. And let's move on and talk about Mangala. Um, with Mangala for me, it's just Mr. Consistent. He he's like he doesn't seem to deviate from below like a 7 out of 10 game in, game out. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, he's just solid. And again, probably today for me, he was just tidy, neat on the ball and a 7 out of 10. Chris with the one month. Thank you so much, Chris. Appreciate it. Bro, Chris, Wolf86, you legend. So I'm going to give Mangala a 7 out of 10 uh, for me just he's tidy he's tidy on the ball and i think he's playing a lot better having the likes of uh sangari him and sangari seem to have some chemistry they do sorry i'm eating as well you guys went 6.4 mm, i don't know if i agree with that one guys i don't know if i agree with that one i think that's a little harsh on on young mangala how old is mangala by the way 24 25 not sure you guys went 
I'd say that's a little harsh. Okay, Dominguez. Now, we all love him, but we have to be objective about this because he was definitely at fault for the first goal. Like, 100%. Let me just bring him up. And I've got to give Cooper credit. He subbed him off at halftime. It's something Cooper never really has done before. When someone's been playing poor, you got you got to sub him off. And it's the first time I saw him do that. So fair play to Cooper on doing that. But he wasn't at it. I, I don't know what it was. It just feel, felt like his head wasn't quite in the game for me. And he wasn't as tidy as he normally is on the ball. So I'm probably going to give him a 5 out of 10 for me. He could, if you guys have scored him like a four, I wouldn't argue with it, to be honest. He's somewhere between a four and a five out of 10 for me. I'm going to give him a five. You guys have gone 4.8. So we're quite close in our scores there. Uh, um, let's have a look. So I've gone five out of 10 and you guys have gone for a 4.8. I'm not going to argue with you. 4.8 is fair enough. But what I will say is this a one-off game. Yeah, he will be back to his usual good playing self on the next game, hopefully. I don't know. He's had, I mean, he's been chucked straight into there. He's been chucked straight into there. He's, he's going to have the odd bad game here and there. But speaking of bad games, let's get on to Morgan Gibbs. Why? I, I'm going to let you guys decide. Um, Oh... Well, what do you guys think in the chat? Get your comments in on Morgan Gibbs White. I know you want to have your say. Uh, 80.65 says, we're getting better with the ball. We are slowly moving away from low block for 90 minutes. Um, MG Dub should have been subbed off, says Paul. Uh, he will be back. Maybe had a cold or something. Uh, Miss Callum Hudson-Odoi today, says Callum. Uh, MGW, angry faces and a four. A lot of fours and threes in the chat from you guys. Chris saying we need to sell MG Dub. He's given him a three. Williams White got an assist, so have to give him a six, says Turbo. Williams White involved in the goal. Hate his flicks. Take him offset pieces of five, says Dino. Four. Look, my... I... What can I say about Williams White? It's... It's not his position. I'm going to start with that. It's not his position. He needs to be playing more on the inside. Maybe play him as an eight. Maybe with Dominguez coming off, maybe Morgan Gibbs-White should have gone into that midfield three, um, played as the advanced eight. I don't know. And then maybe put Nicole Williams on as right winger. Something spiced up like that. I, I, I know a lot of you are saying he got the assist, but his shot was terrible. His shot was terrible. We were lucky that um, Ariola. I think Ariola was surprised about how bad the shot was that uh, he parried it into his um, his position. If you want to get the best out of Morgan Gibbs White, you're gonna have to play a four-two-three-one. That's the problem. I've been saying this for the last few weeks. It's square pegs in round holes right now. If Cooper wants to build this system around Morgan Gibbs White. It has to be a 4-2-3-1, and then he's going to have to decide which of the midfield three he's going to drop. It doesn't work with him square-pegging him out on the right-hand side. 
Now, was he terrible in the game? Not really. I don't think it was too bad. It was his back heels that just blew my mind, man. I've never seen a player back heel it onto his other leg before. And then the other one back heels out of play. And is it his fault that he's on corners? Or is it Cooper or even Stephen Reed's fault? Because I think Stephen Reed is the set piece coach. What are they seeing during training in, in his set piece play that we don't get to see when it comes out onto the pitch? And that is the problem, Sci-Fi. That's what I'm saying. If you go 4-2-3-1, you're going to have to decide. Who do you drop? Who do you drop? So he has to come off set pieces. At this stage, you can't blame him anymore for the set pieces. Because he's being put in that position to take the set pieces. That, I'm sorry, is a managerial uh, mistake. Probably Stephen Reed's one, because I'm pretty sure he's on set piece duties. They have to take him off. If we keep hearing that Tuffalo is the best set piece taker in the club, then put Tuffalo on him. Put Tuffalo on him. I don't get it. I suspect MGW is contractually obliged to do set pieces, says Chuck. Brown envelopes, Wolfie, says uh, Smidgens. Uh, so, do you get what I'm saying? That's my problem with MGW. There's two main issues, three main issues. He shouldn't be on set pieces. He's not a right. He's not a wide player. And if you're going to play him in the middle, you're going to have to drop one of the midfielders. There's no other two ways about it. That's the problem. But overall, I'm not going to be as harsh as I think I should be on him because he didn't cost us a goal. Technically, he got a weak assist. I'll, I'll give him a six. I'll give him a six out of ten. Uh, you know what? Six is too. No, it's got to be a five. It's got to be a five. It's got to be a five. I can't. I can't. Six is too high. Uh, no way you can touch that midfield, says Dino. It's banging. Then you have to drop him. That's the other alternative. You have to drop him. You have to drop him. MG Dub Fifers at best. We should have sold MG Dub and kept um, Jono, says Paul. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not. I'm, I'm gonna five. I've gone a five, Chucker. I want to go a six because I don't. I don't feel it's his fault that he's on set pieces. It's not his fault. What did you guys go? Five point three. All right. So now I look harsher than you lot, even though I was thinking a six to start with. But whatever. I on five, you guys have gone, what did you go? You went 5.3. Uh, 5.3. I agree. I don't think Morgan White fits our teams to so not sure what we're trying to do with him. Yeah, it's, it's not working, is it? The balance isn't quite on with it, especially away from home, especially away from home. All right, let's move on to Taiwo. Um, honestly, outside of Taiwo's goal, did he do much? I'm just trying to think back over the game. Is he fully fit? Probably not. Um, he got his goal. He's paid to get his goal. But I, I didn't see as much like uh, bullying as I've seen in the past few games. Um, he's in <laughs> crypto saying I scribbled out MGW on my shirt and wrote JWP. <laughs> uh, you can say, yeah, I agree with Paul. He's not fully fit. He's being obviously played because we haven't got much in the attack. He did miss a sitter. You are right. He just didn't get out of his feet quick enough. Outside of that, he didn't really offer too much. I'm, I'm going to give him a six. I know he scored, 
but you can't just cloud your judgment on everything because of a goal. So for me, Tyro is a bit of a six, but I know he's injured. I know he's injured. You guys went 6.91. Uh, let me get Tyro's up. Whoops. 6.0. He does need to sort his um his shinny touch. Was his was his finish a bit shinny, guys, as well? A little bit shinny for me. I need to watch it back though. Okay, and then this is the player I really want to talk about, which is Alanga. Because he is quite frustrating, in a way. It's like he did so much good today, and he did so much like tunnel vision stuff. And I don't feel let me say this. When Kufal went on the yellow card, we've seen this time and time again. We've got fullbacks booked before. I said this during the watch along, and then we haven't targeted them. I felt we targeted Kufal for five minutes. He nutmegged him a couple of times. He won a corner off him and what have you. But I don't feel we played too much into Alanga. And is that because we don't trust Alanga too much? He's. He. I think someone in the chat said earlier. He's not got the footballing brain. He's got the pace. He's got the ability. But he just doesn't quite have that footballing brain. And I, I think I agree with that. Will it come with time? Probably. Probably. But you can see why Man U probably got rid of him. Because that final product isn't necessarily always there. I'm not talking about necessarily the finishing. But the, the right decision making at the right time. A lot of you saying it reminds you of uh, Carr. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, they look like more likely to last 10 minutes. Our subs dropped our levels. Chris Wood is past it, says Thomas. He did, yeah, he did score a decent goal, but this is why I'm conflicted about him. Because what I'm saying is, Alanga is brilliant and crap and mediocre and okay, all in the space of 90 minutes. Sean Wright Phillips, yeah, maybe, maybe a bit of that as well. So what was good about him today? He, he did Kufal a lot early on, but then he didn't really sustain it. And we should have been able to get him sent off. His finish was fantastic. Why? Because I don't think he had time to think about what he needed to do. The ball was laid on a platter to him and you just had to hit it. And it worked and he scored his goal. But some of the decision making is not good enough. It's not good enough. And if we need, we need the coaching staff to really harness him in and mature him quicker because you can see all the traits that are needed for him to be a really good football player. And they just need to be like condensed together and, and put into one complete package. Um, I thought Sean Wright Phillips was brilliant. I can't believe our Academy passed over him for being too small, says Chucker. Look, he wasn't the worst player on the pitch. Uh, look, look, this is the best way I can describe him. He was the most frustrating player on the pitch for me today. That's probably me being honest there. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He frustrated me. Even though he scored the goal, I'm going to give him a 6 out of 10 for me. And you guys went 7.3. So let's get these scores up. 7.3. That's exactly what you lot scored him last week. Weird. No, you can't say he's not consistent. 6 out of 10 for me on him. Okay, so that's the start in 11. Now, let, let's talk about the uh, substitutions. Uh, let's just bring it on. So the first one would have been Danilo. Uh, let's just, yeah, just give me two seconds. Let's find Danilo. 
Danilo. Danilo, for me, when he came on, he looked happy to be on. I don't know if that makes much sense. He looked happy to be on the pitch. Like, you feel like Danilo knows he needs to fight for his place. Did he do too much on the pitch? Not really. Not really. I, I still think I'll give him the excuse of he's still coming back into full fitness. Um, but what I will say is I understood the substitution from Cooper to bring him on because clearly Dominguez wasn't having the best game. So I'm going to give him a can't watch match of the day two tonight, says Sharky, in it, man. Up the Reds indeed. I'm going to give him a substitutes five for me for Danilo. Um, just didn't notice too much from him, to be honest, but I still think he's going to be a cracking player. Uh, 6.3 from you guys. And then who was on next? Chris Woods. I, I keep I keep saying I'm not sold on Chris Woods, even after he scored his goals against, who was it? But, um, Sheffield United and... Whoever else it was, I'm still not sold on Chris Wood. Nothing's changed my opinion on him. He's too slow. He he can't always impact a game in the way you would want a substitute to come on and impact a game. It's just the only thing that stood out for me was when there was a poor pass played in back from West Ham and he was too slow to get in on it. I think freaking I could have got in on that ball. He's just too slow, and he didn't create a chance. Didn't see much from him. It's like a four out of ten for me, guys. I'm sorry, but he's not—he's not the backup striker we need. I know he's got a couple of key important goals, but most strikers can do that. Uh, but for me, he's only a four. You guys went four point three. Uh, please don't forget to hit the like button if you haven't already. Let's have a quick look at the like button count. Eighty-three likes. Come on, guys, you can get that well over a hundred. Hit that like button if you haven't already, and make sure you've subscribed. Um, Turbo saying, Wood should have nicked that ball. Absolutely agree. Uh, Chuck is saying, four for me too, poorer than a sub of a five. Yep, I tend to agree. He looked like a beer league player, says Brandon. Tony and Jan, uh, he don't want the pool. I think he's going to Arsenal, Emma, isn't he? Um, okay, so get those likes up. 10 more to 100. You can do it. You can do it. Crypto with the two pounds. We give the ball away more than Ezra's internet drops, he says. Thanks so much for the two pounds, bro. And let's move on and talk about the next substitute, who is Aurier. So let's bring Aurier up. Where are you, Serge? Serge, 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 Serge. Look, on Aurier, I think his performances have dipped heavily from last year. I'm with him on the pitch. Whoops, I froze. Can you guys all hear me? I don't feel as confident with him on the pitch as I did last year. I'll be straight with you. I don't know why Einar came off as well. That would be a substitution that I question from Cooper. I don't know. Einar can't be tired, man. He he's just looks amazing. I, I think for me, Serge kind of got under the ball for one of the goals. Einar took a knock. I still would have left him on. Einar looked shaky after that mistake. Oh, yeah, he did that backwards header, didn't he? Yeah, but it didn't cost us. It didn't cost us. I don't know. I would say no for me. I wouldn't have taken Einar off, but that's my personal opinion. Aurier 5, now unusual, really looks a bit slow, like Montiel. I'm like, yeah, where is Montiel? I've completely forgot about Montiel. 
I'm, I'm going to give Aurier a five, guys. Uh, I think he is a little bit at fault at one of the corner goals where he got underneath it a little bit too much. Um, but I'm going to give him a five. And you guys gave him exactly a five as well. Um, and then I think Bolly came on, didn't he? So let's get Bolly up. I didn't think he was as solid as when he started a game before for us. Um, I think... If I'm being honest, I think we looked a little more ropey when it when Murillo came off and Bolly came on. And I didn't like that it was a triple substitution. I don't like this whole too many changes happening at once. For me, Bolly was a five, just a subs five. He didn't make any mistakes, but he didn't look as, as composed as normal for me. So I'm going to give him a sub five. You guys went a 5.4 from him. And then that leaves us with the last guy who is honestly becoming pointless right now, I have to say. And that is, of course, Divock Origi. I he's kind of reminding me of Ayu. I'll be honest with you guys. I he had that one shot where he stung the keeper, but it was just too straight at the keeper. Jet lagged against us, Raphael, on volley. I, I just... I'm just getting IU vibes from him. He's living off. He's living off that Champions League goal, isn't he? But five, five out of 10 for me. You guys gave him a 4.9. So we're about similar. Okay, so let's talk about Steve Cooper. So what did he get right and what did he get wrong today? So for me, I think the team selection was absolutely spot on. I asked for no changes. I think it was the mentality of the team that I didn't like today. And that's not really on Cooper. That's on the players to get themselves up for the game. Maybe you could say it's on Cooper for, for getting them, uh, for getting their mentality up. But for me, I, you have to put some responsibility on the players. Um, his substitutions. They're just average, aren't they? They're, they're average. I don't feel like we've ever had substitutions that have changed the game in our favor. You know what I'm saying? where the, the wave of the game has changed from us absorbing pressure to us creating perish pressure. It's, it's, it's still a loss, though. It's still a loss, technically from a winning position, albeit for 43 seconds. Um, but he didn't get the this team selection wrong. He took Dominguez off because he'd had a poor first half, and that's fine. I do, I do have to say I put this one more on the player's than I do on Cooper. Um, but the result is the result. And I think he's going to get a 5 out of 10 from me. 5 out of 10. And you guys went 5.3. Okay. So let's do man of the match. So what are we thinking for man of the match, guys? Who are the candidates for man of the match? This could be, this could be a tough one. Um, get your names in for man of the match. I'm going to I'm going to put one nomination in. I don't really know, man. I'm going to nominate Sangare. Sangare. I thought he was influential. Yeah, yeah, Ward Prowse probably. Um I'll put Mangala in. It's, it's starting to turn into the usual suspects, isn't it? We'll put Murillo in there. And who else should we have? Who else should we have? Aina? I don't know who will win this one. I'll put it out there. 
That'll be the, the four players. Get your votes in for Man of the Match now. We'll leave that open for like 30 seconds while you guys get your votes in. I'm going to have a quick sip of my drink while you guys do that. Ooh, it's moving about all over the place. Sangare in the lead at the moment. I'm a little surprised. Okay, 38% for Sangare. Murillo on 36%. Mangala on 19 and Einar on 5%. Sangare taking a little bit of a lead. I'll leave this open for like 20 more seconds. So quickly get your votes in. Get your votes in. 47% for Sangare currently. Looks like Murillo's the only one who can catch him. And we'll give that 10 more seconds as they come into the final furlong. We're going to close the votes now. Going once, going twice, going three times. And with 44% of the vote, your man of the match is Ibrahim Sangare. Why is Niakase not there? Because I haven't, can only put four in there. So Sangare takes it with three likes off. Um, 100 likes. Please hit that like button if you haven't already. We were going to do a gore at 8 p.m. or 8.30 tonight. I think what we will do is do beat the drop tomorrow at 7 p.m. And then we might do gore at 8.30 p.m. tomorrow night. Um, I'm really not in the mood for it, if I'm being too honest with you. Yeah, Elanga. I could have put Elanga there, Carlos. That's a good point. It is what it is. <laughs> Emma's going on, on strike. All right, guys. Um... I will see you guys maybe later on tonight, but most likely tomorrow. Jace is sending so many WhatsApp messages right now. I don't even want to read them. I'll see you guys um, on the next stream. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Come on, you Red. Sports Social Podcast Network.